Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
Well, I guess the uh, cat's out of the bag. I kept, <laughs> I kept saying and mentioning that it's a mystery as to when this week will be up at Camp Hask, and because um, I, you know, as I said earlier, I have no idea if these camp visits are a surprise for the people that are up there or not. So I was being very, very mysterious about it. But then uh, yesterday, I noticed that Rabbi Judah. 
up at Hask had tweeted that they are anticipating our visit on Wednesday. And as I said, just like we did last year, we're going to do Wednesday's program, or I should say we're going to do a radio program on Wednesday from uh, Camp Hask, and we're actually going to air it Thursday morning between 6 and 9 right here at JM in the AM. So if you have any, if you have any special messages for those who are up at Camp Hask that you'd like to get on the air, make sure to get it to us before 1 p.m., on Wednesday tomorrow, so it can be included in Thursday's show, which will be uh, on the air between 6 and 9 a.m. Uh, in the morning here at JM in the a.m. All right? I think that's uh, I think that's uh, pretty clear, right? Very simple. If you have a special message that you want to include in our Hask radio broadcast, make sure to get it to us by the start of the afternoon tomorrow. This way it will be included tomorrow afternoon, and that means it will be on the air on Thursday morning. Okay, I think that's uh, I think that's pretty clear. Jam in the AM, a um, rundown of the music. You heard Ohad with the Chupa medley from the latest Hass. That's a time for music number twenty-seven. Before that, Michal Przanski with Pray off of Prue's volume number four. Ellie Schwabel had Eberster that comes from Hart's Mind. Eitan Katz with his Baruch Shimcha and Asher Bara off of Live in Jerusalem from the Kolot CD. Yaakov Shweki with Tfilat Kala. And Regesh, of course, Modani opening things up as we say good morning. We're a week away from Shavasar Batamos on this Tuesday, July 8th, the 10th of Tamos. 74 degrees, 79% humidity, winds are west at 2 miles per hour. I knew it felt a little humid this morning. Partly cloudy with a high temperature of 94. Then tonight, scattered thunderstorms, a low of 74. Partly cloudy for tomorrow with a high temperature of 90 degrees. Yerushalayim is at 88, Tel Aviv at 86, Haifa at 84, with uh, greetings to everybody who's enjoying all the great summer programs that are happening in Israel. I know many of them are taking off over these couple of days, so we say Nisiatovat to everybody. Up in Guilford, New York, our friends at Camp Misora have 66 degrees, heading up to 84 later on. It is a Tuesday here at JM in the AM as we continue at 91.1 FM. 90.1, sorry about that, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County is at 91.9 on the FM dial. And around the world in the web, jmtheam.org with special greetings to all those who are listening on the NSN app. We say welcome from all of us here at JM in the AM. No 
was watching a um, an Israeli news feature. In fact, Mayor Weingarten posted it, if you look at the Israel Show uh, Facebook page, about the music, the songs that have been used over the last few weeks during the uh, kidnapping-slash-triple-murder crisis episode in the state of Israel. The power of music, simply amazing. And, of course, this theme of Achenu is everywhere. Tuesday morning broadcast, this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Galitzal in the background, you heard Isaac Honig with Acheinu, Avremo Avram Fried with Bench, Modim done by Baruch Levine, I'm dedicating that to Boys Campus up at Camp Misora. I'm told it's in their repertoire for Zimriyah this coming Sunday night. That's what I was told. <laughs> Shlaimi Daskal's medley from Shades of Green, volume number three, you heard in there. And Ohad, the Chuppah medley from A Time for Music 27. We're getting ready for our trip to Camp Hask tomorrow. We're going to be recording tomorrow for Thursday morning's JM and the AM. So tomorrow we'll announce the Twitter feeds and Facebook and all those options 
to send us your messages for Camp Hask. Today we'll announce email. Use any of our email addresses. Make sure to put the subject line Hask, and you can send a message to a camper or counselor up there through us. We'll include it, hopefully, in tomorrow's show when we're up at Camp Hask. Galit Sal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast is next at JMN. ראש הממשלה נתניהו מבהיר, יש להתכונן לאפשרות של כניסה קרקעית לרצועת עזה. בדבריו מביאה כתבתנו אילין שחר. בדיון שהתקיים הבוקר בקריה, בהשתתפות שר הביטחון, הרמטכ"ל וראש השב"כ, הנחה נתניהו את מערכת הביטחון לפגוע בחמאס בעוצמה ולייצר מתקפה משמעותית שתיצור הרתעה. אנחנו עומדים בפני מערכה שיטתית, רציפה, ארוכה וחזקה, אמר נתניהו. הוא הנחה את פיקוד העורף לרענן נהלים וקרא לציבור לגלות אורך רוח. צה"ל ממשיך בתקיפות ברצועה כחלק ממבצע צוק איתן. חיל האוויר תקף מאז שעות הבוקר כ-40 יעדי טרור. הפלסטינים מדווחים על הרוגים ראשונים לסבר נוחי. כתבנו ג'קי חוגי. שני הרוגים ראשונים, זה המספר בשלב הזה, אבל אפשר שהוא יעלה בשעות הקרובות. האחד במחנה הפליטים נוסרת במרכז הרצועה, לגבי השני עדיין לא נמסרו פרטים. התמונות מעזה בשעה האחרונה הופכות להיות קשות יותר ובכוחן להשפיע לרעה על חמושי הפלגים, בראשם חמאס. בין השאר התמוטטו שלושה בתים שנפגעו בתקיפה הבוקר בבית להיה וכמה מיושביהם נפצעו. ובדרום, משעות הבוקר טיפלו צוותים של מגן דוד אדום בתשעה פצועים קל, חלקם נפגעו מרסיסים וחלקם נפגעי חרדה. בהנהלת נמל אשדוד זועמים על החלטת הוועד להפסיק את פעילות הנמל בשל המצב הביטחוני. כתבנו אלדר גילרן. הנהלת הנמל הודיעה על השעייתו של יושב ראש הוועד הזמני אבינועם שושן לאחר שהורה מוקדם יותר לעובדים לנטוש את העבודה בנמל על רקע המצב הביטחוני. בהודעת ההנהלה נכתב כי מדובר בצעד שערורייתי שנעשה בניגוד להנחיות ובנוסף יזומן שושן לבירור משמעתי. מוועד העובדים נמסר מנגד כי ההחלטה נעשתה בגיבוי ההסתדרות וכי עד שלא תבוטל ההשעיה לא ישוב העובדים לנמל. לידת הסטודנטים בדרום, הלימודים והמבחנים במכללת ספיר שבשדרות ובאוניברסיטת בן גוריון בבאר שבע יבוטלו עד לתחילת השבוע הבא. כתבתנות המרפלת מזכירה שבמכללה האקדמית באשקלון לא יערכו היום מבחנים. ראש הממשלה לשעבר אהוד ברק קורא להיפרדות חד-צדדית מהפלסטינים. אני חושב שהיפרדות חד-צדדית, אנחנו פה והם שם מסמנים גבול. יש לדוגמאות בהיסטוריה, כולל במאה הקודמת ויבשות אחרות, שמדינות התחלקו או נגררו על מדרון חלקלק לכיוונים שאף אחד לא רצה אותם, כי לא קיבלו החלטות בזמן על התחלת הביצוע המעשי של היפרדות כשצריך. בדבריו בוועידת השלום של עיתון הארץ הביאה כתבתנו עופרי אשל. נוכח הקריאות לנקמה ורצח הנער מוחמד אבו חדר, נשיאת העליון לשעבר, השופטת בדימוס דורית בייניש, קוראת בתוך כך להגברת האכיפה כדי להתמודד עם ההסתה. היא דיברה בתוכניתנו עושים צהריים. שני המחנות הקיצוניים אסור שיכתיבו את החיים שלנו כאן. אסור לתת לקצוות האלה לחרוג מן התחום הפתי בביטויים. כי יש לביטויים כוח, ואנחנו רואים שהמרחק בין הדיבור למעשה אלימות הוא מרחק קטן. ובתוך כך סבו של אייל יפרח, עמרם, אמר בשיחה עם יעל דן, ישראל צריכה לשמור על ביטחונם של כל אזרחיה, גם הערבים. אנחנו כולנו רוצים לחיות בשלום ובשלווה, ואין לנו שום עניין חס ושלום לפגוע בשום צד אחר. מי שקרא במילים האלה נקמה וכל הדברים האלה, אנחנו כמשפחה ודאי לא רוצינו מילה כזאת מהמפה של נקמה, ולא נראה לי שיעזור. מזג האוויר מחר יתחמם. אלה החדשות שעורכת חן פישר.
everybody's in their car. Some folks travel the city and some folks travel far. Everybody has his mountain. Look at the way we climb. Some of us going for the glory and some of us going for the dime. He don't do Bank America. He don't take MasterCard. And he doesn't care if you're lean and hungry or if you're fat and large. It's wake up time, wake up time, wake, wake, wake up time, wake up time, wake up time, wake, wake, wake up time, wake up time, wake up time, wake, wake, wake up time, wake up time, wake up time, wake, wake, wake up time, wake up time. Grab your pillow and throw it away. Say goodbye to yesterday. Let's go out and start today. It's wake up time. It's time to say more. And say Shema, it's heavenly and kiss your sisters. Family, they call to you. Remember me. It's time to toss your quilt away. It's time to go to shul and pray. Time to go outside and play. It's getting late, so don't delay. Well, I'm so happy I'm up again, and I can't wait to see my friends. But first, I gotta thank Hashem. It's wake up time. No more squeezing my pillow tight and no more darkness and no more night come see the sun. It's shining bright, it's wake up time. 
washing all my fingertips And now the brothers are on my lips It's wake-up time So don't be lazy, just get up quick and shake a leg Don't say you're sick, it's time to cut out All your sick kids wake up Wake up time, wake up time, wake, wake, wake up time, wake up time, wake up time, wake, wake, wake up time, wake up time, wake up time, wake, wake, wake up time, wake up time, wake up time, wake, wake, wake up time, wake up time. It's wake up time. Oh, it certainly is. Kiwi and Tukey together from a brand new CD from Country Yussie Presentations entitled Count Your Blessings. That's called Wake Up Time here at JM in the AM. Before that, Gershon Varoba with Freeway. We've got to get Country Yussi in to discuss that CD. Uh, last time we had him in, it was such a massive hit. The videos of that conversation went viral. Got to get him in here. Uh, maybe toward the end of the summer, we'll invite him in once the uh, once the three weeks have passed. Tuesday, JM in the AM with partly cloudy weather and a high temperature of 94. We're at 74 right now. Big hello to our friends up at Camp Missoura in Guilford, New York, where they're getting ready for Zimriya this coming Sunday. You know the pressure that that uh, can cause. <laughs> you know the hotbed of activity that, that could lead to around camp as everyone's getting ready for the uh, the big uh, Zimriya presentation. Tom- Speaking of camp, tomorrow we're up at Camp Hask. The cat is out of the bag, as we say. Uh, we didn't know if it was a surprise or not, but I see Rabbi Judah Michelle tweeted it out to everybody. We're visiting Hask tomorrow afternoon. We're going to record Thursday morning show from there. Uh, there'll be, I'm sure, options through Twitter and Facebook to uh, toss in your greetings to anybody at Hask. Right now, I'll say, if you want to do it via email, use any of our email addresses. Just use Camp Hask as the subject line. We'll try to include your message tomorrow afternoon when we're up at Hask doing the Thursday morning show all right simple as that by the way big day today on our stream at jamandam.org lots of incredible programming and one of the things i wanted to point out is that um the interview that i conducted with rabbi adin steinzaltz happened a couple of weeks ago in fact in that conversation it begins with us talking about those students from Akar Chaim who were kidnapped, who we, who we thought were kidnapped at that point. Uh, we didn't know at that point they were already gone. And um, and that conversation, which is about Rabbi Steinzaltz's most recent book entitled My Rebbe, about the life of the Lubavitcher Rebbe, uh, happens at 10 o'clock this morning right here at jmandtheam.org. So Rabbi Adin Steinzalt is my guest, just, just so everybody has the context. That conversation was done again right in the middle of the whole kidnapping episode. Uh, but you'll hear it at 10 o'clock this morning, Rabbi Adin Steinzalt, on many things, including the life of the Lubavitcher Rebbe. His brand new book is entitled My Rebbe. And uh, again, I think you'll find the conversation fascinating. I know I did. It was uh, very interesting and a real honor to have him in our New York studio conducting uh, an interview was uh, really an incredible experience. So please make sure to uh, to tune in and enjoy. Coming up at 9 o'clock, right after uh, JM and the AM, Ellie Hagler on the Jewish Reaction Show speaks with uh, two mothers of children 
with disabilities about the brand new legislative agreement between Mayor de Blasio and Speaker Silver making tuition reimbursement from the Department of Education in New York City better, faster, and friendlier. Also be, he'll also be joined by Jeff Lebb, New York Director of OU Advocacy, on how this agreement and legislation came to be. So especially if you are, um, especially if you are the, uh, a family member of somebody with special needs, you'll want to tune in. But in general, it should be a great show between 9 and 10 this morning. 10 a.m. this morning is when we'll do the um, a conversation with Rabbi Adin Steinsaltz. And then tonight on Homeward Bound, Yigal Siegel interviews Avi Silverman about the city of Ranana and Rachel Berger with an unemployment, excuse me, Rachel Berger with an employment update regarding Nefesh Benefesh. Thank God it's uh, employment when it comes to Nefesh Benefesh. Uh, so Homeward Bound tonight at 7.30 Eastern Time, Avi Silverman on the city of Ranana, Rachel Berger, an, un- an, an employment update, <laughs> an employment update. Uh, coming up 7.30 tonight, Eastern Time on the stream, jmam.org, as Nefesh Benefesh is, uh, is kicking off another incredible summer of Aliyah from North America, Kolakavod. So that's happening tonight. You'll have an opportunity to hear it. And, of course, ZK is going to be conducting the live lunch between 11 and 1. I'm sure he'll be talking about our visit to Camp Hask tomorrow afternoon, which we're looking forward to. And, again, you can email us with any of your messages for campers and counselors at Hask. And tomorrow, I'm sure, as we're there, you'll have a chance to do it on Twitter and Facebook as well. And that will all air on Thursday morning right here at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M., 28 minutes after 7 o'clock. I'm told that Rabbi Schaefer of the Schmooze is going to join us at 8 o'clock this morning here at J.M. in the A.M. Look forward to hearing from him about all the uh, amazing things he's doing in the world of Jewish education. We'll explain all that coming up. Tomorrow we are actually going to be at Camp Hask on uh, Wednesday afternoon 
and we're going to be recording Thursday morning show from there. If you want to email us a special message for somebody at Camp Ask, use any of our email addresses. Just make sure to use the uh, subject line Camp Ask so we know what it's for. And I'm sure tomorrow they'll be tweeting and Facebooking from there, as will we, and you'll be able to include your messages through social media as well. And uh, then you'll hear it all on Thursday morning when we play that show for you right here at JMA. And we did this last year to great critical acclaim and we welcome or i should say we uh relish the opportunity to get back up to camp ask tomorrow and visit everybody uh it is always uh, as we always say it's a very special place that's coming up tomorrow right here or i should say it's coming up thursday here at jm and am tomorrow afternoon we'll be visiting and they're recording the show uh, from there. Uh, keep in mind, great day on the stream at jmnam.org. We will have my conversation with her by Adin Steinsaltz, which took place right in the middle of the whole kidnapping episode. And the conversation was, the bulk of the conversation was about the brand new book by Rev Steinsaltz on the life of the Lubavitcher Rebbe. It's called My Rebbe. Rabbi Adin Steinsaltz, my guest this morning at 10, right after Ellie Hagler. And the Jewish Reaction Show and Ellie this morning is going to be doing, uh, an amazing show, especially for families with special needs children, because uh, today he speaks with two mothers of children with disabilities about the brand new legislative agreement between Mayor de Blasio and Speaker Silver in New York, making tuition reimbursement from the Department of Education in New York City better, faster, and friendlier. We'll also be joined by Jeff Lebb, Director of OU Advocacy, and how this agreement and legislation came to be. So that's all going to happen uh, coming up. Uh, today at 9, I'll be doing the interview with Rabbi Adin Steinsaltz at 10 o'clock. Tonight, Yigal Siegel with Homeward Bound. Our friends at Nefesh Benefesh are ready for an amazing summer. And uh, tonight on Homeward Bound at 7.30 Eastern Time, Avi Silverman joins Yigal Siegel about the city of Ranana and Rachel Berger about employment in Israel on the same program, Homeward Bound tonight, 7.30 on the stream, jmtheam.org. So a lot going on, lots of great original programming. Make sure to be tuned in. Use the NSN app. It is a very convenient way to tune in. And don't forget, there's a, a comment section. You can comment constantly on the NSN app. In fact, I'll be checking that in a few minutes to see what kind of comments we got this morning uh, in regard to this JM and the AM radio program. Oh, and speaking of Ellie Hagler, I want to again wish a mazel tov to his twin sister, Ilana. Ilana Hagler got married on Thursday night. Uh, a mazel tov to uh, Ellie's brother-in-law, Jonathan, uh, from all of us here at JM and the AM, and of course to um, uh, to Richie and Sherry and to George and Jean Sichel, I hope I have that pronounced properly, grandmother uh, Judy Hagler, Lorraine and Morty Sohn, a special mazel tov that uh, wedding took place this past Thursday evening, and we say mazel tov from all of us here at JM and the AM. By the way, I was in conversation with Aaron Teitelbaum yesterday, from our Entitlebound Productions, as I predicted, as I predicted, he's at a wedding this coming Monday night. I'm not saying it's a it's a bad idea or that you can't make a wedding Monday night. You certainly can, even though Shavasar Batamo starts you know late on Monday night. I'm not I'm not questioning that. I just I just keep saying half jokingly how there is so little room. With thank God, thank God, so many simchas in the Jewish world that everyone is using. Every nook and cranny of the calendar to uh, make weddings, thank goodness. And um, I'm telling you, I would not be surprised if a little bit down the road there'll be weddings during times that we're not used to on the Jewish calendar. But that's uh, that's just speculation, 
and um, and something very interesting. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The Gemara relates in Chulin, Adam Ubehema Toshia Hashem. Hashem helps man and animal. This refers to a man who is smart, but humbles himself like an animal. Rashi comments that this refers to Adam Harishon, the first man. Rabbi Yaakov Yosef points out that obviously it would be most beneficial for man to choose good in life and to be repulsed by evil. However, man is endowed with free will. He can do whatever his heart desires. This is facilitated by the concealment of the divine providence, Hashgacha. Reward and punishment are not immediately dispensed, and when they are, it is difficult to discern. In this way, any compelling reason to do good or to desist from doing bad is eliminated. If the actions of a person would be followed by immediate compensation or penalty, then the individual's bechira or free will would effectively be taken away. He would no longer be serving Hashem. Rather, he would be serving himself. If a Russia, an evil person, would receive instant retribution, then a person would not be able to attain reward for not doing an Avera. This would be contrary to the Gemaran Kedushan that says, Yoshevelo Avar Avera, one who sits passively and doesn't commit a sin, Noistim lo schar mitzvah. He receives a reward as if he had performed a mitzvah. The Aricha Sapayim, the great patience of Hashem, increases the reward of the tzaddik. It's because his intense emunah in Hashem and Hashem's Torah will bring him to the realization that a judge and a judgment do indeed exist in this world. The Torah concept maintains that the ways of Hashem are hidden from a person. We see the tzaddik who has it hard in life and the rasha who has it good. Tzaddik v'raloi, rasha v'toivloi. Or sometimes we see that they are both being dealt with in a seemingly like manner. This is in order to reinforce our Amun on Hashem, to have complete trust that Ani Hashem Neman Lashalem, I am Hashem who is faithful to pay. The great Hasidic master, Reb Nachman of Breslov, once said, It's improper for us to expect reward for our tzidkis, since all of our deeds, and all of our tefillahs come from Hashem. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
J.M. in the A.M. Sholly Waldner with Elokai Neshama. 19 minutes before 8 o'clock in the morning. It's J.M. in the A.M. Hello, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Hope you are enjoying our radio program in some exotic location, getting a little bit of a needed break during this month of July before the three weeks begin. In the old days, it would be difficult to schlep us along. <laughs> Couldn't really hear us outside the New York and New Jersey area, and even there was sometimes a challenge. Now, thank God, you're able to take us wherever you go around the world with your laptop, with your uh, iPhone, with your Android, uh, with the listen line that allows you to call in and tune in to uh, the stream and the show whenever you want. Or I should say the network and the show whenever you want. Uh, really an amazing opportunity. I thank everybody I keep hearing from who are tuned in around the world and listening in. A special, um, a special good morning, or maybe I should say good afternoon, to Dusseldorf, Germany, where I know somebody is tuned in and enjoying this radio show. Spreading the word in Dusseldorf about the wonderful Jewish programming that JM and the AM provides. Partly cloudy today with a high temperature of 94. Scattered thunderstorms tonight, low 74, partly cloudy tomorrow, high 90. Yerushalayim is at 88. Greetings to everybody who's enjoying an amazing summer in the uh, Holy Land. A reminder, we'll be visiting Camp Hask tomorrow, which means on Wednesday afternoon we'll be pre-recording Thursday morning show from Camp Hask. It seems to uh, be coming. It seems to, it seems to have started to become an annual tradition. That we get up to Camp Hask and actually uh, record a show. In this case, will be there tomorrow afternoon. If you have any special greetings, any special messages for staff or campers up at Hask, you could email us with the subject line Camp Hask, and we will go ahead and uh, and hopefully include those in tomorrow's show. I see Camp Hask has already retweeted our tweet about being up there tomorrow. Thursday morning, you'll hear all the proceedings right here at JM and AM. Should be a lot of fun. Our visits up there uh, always are. So that should be cool and fun and nice. And we are certainly looking forward to it. Uh, 16 minutes before 8 o'clock with a reminder that our incredible network, which you'll find at jmandam.org uh, all day long, is um, uh, presenting some great programming today, including Ellie Hagler and the Jewish Reaction Show on this very important legislation in New York regarding uh, special needs children and their families. At 10 o'clock this morning, my conversation with Rabbi Adin Steinsaltz. I know a lot of people have been anxiously awaiting for us to finally air it. That happens today. Ten o'clock Eastern Time on the stream at jmandtheam.org. It's 10 o'clock Eastern Time on the stream, jmandam.org. Um, and, of course, tonight, Gigal Siegel uh, with Avi Silverman about the uh, city of Ranana, uh, with Rachel Berger about employment in Israel. It's homeward bound, 7.30 tonight, as Nefesh Benefesh gets set for an, another amazing and incredible summer, this time the summer of 2014. And uh, all that will be uh, part of the conversation, I'm sure, tonight, starting at 7.30 Eastern Time on the stream jmandtheam.org. So make sure to be tuned in and enjoy. Yisrael Werdiger next at JM in the AM.
ישראל זה עם אחד, ומלמעלה הוא עוזר, שומר, שומר.
J.M. in the A.M. That comes from a, a brand new video that was just posted by uh, Aaron Teitelbaum Productions. Ohad and the Adidan Choir doing a grand finale at a recent wedding celebration uh, just about a month ago. J.M. in the A.M. Tuesday. Thanks for joining us. We were just checking out the comments that have been coming through on the NSN app. And I thank everybody who utilizes the comment section to comment during our show. Uh, so one listener was talking about the Country Yussi song, Wake Up Time, we played earlier, and it's a great idea to have country in our studio again. I agree with that. Uh, the um, Hallelujah parody is very good, one listener writes. Hope you announced the singer. That was, um, actually, I forgot to announce who that singer was. That was uh, Roa Yadid out of Israel, a song that we debated whether we should play on the air, frankly, <laughs> because of its original, but we went ahead and did it. They were followed by Soul Farm with uh, Walk With Me. Um, so that's who gets credit for that selection. Uh, listener says, uh, good morning, Nachum, and they comment about the, uh, amazing Camp Hask, and in general, the, uh, the, uh, challenges that different families have, and then one of our listeners comments that, uh, I agree every child deserves an education, but questions the brand new, uh, New York City and state uh, approval that we spoke about earlier. Well, Ellie Hagler is going to examine that whole issue coming up between 9 and 10 o'clock this morning uh, with Jeff Lebb and the parents of those with special needs. You can check that out between 9 and 10 this morning on the Jewish Reaction Show. And my conversation with Rabbi Adin Steinsaltz is uh, coming up between 10 and 11 this morning. Uh, it is a um, it's something that a lot of people have been looking forward to. It was done back a couple of weeks ago, right in the middle of the whole kidnapping episode. The bulk of the conversation is about um, Rabbi Steinsaltz's a brand new book entitled My Rebbe about the life of the Lubavitcher Rebbe. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org.
J.M. and the A.M. with the Shira Choir. Tuesday morning. J.M. and the A.M. Reminder, tomorrow we visit Camp Hask. That show will air on Thursday morning. But we visit tomorrow afternoon. If you have a special message for a camper or a counselor up at Hask, you can email it to us. Just make sure to put in the subject line, Camp Hask, so we know that it's for uh, tomorrow's show, which we're going to air Thursday morning between 6 and 9 right here at JM in the AM. Well, we told you that Rabbi Ben-Sion Schaefer is going to be uh, our guest this morning here at JM in the AM, and in fact he is. Many of you are familiar with something called the schmooze.com, the schmooze, S-H-M-U-Z.com. And as big as this has been, there are even bigger things happening at the schmooze.com. I want to thank Yoni Korbman, who many years ago first introduced us to Rabbi Schaefer and his amazing work. Rabbi Ben-Sion Schaefer, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. Howdy. <laughs> howdy, to, howdy to you as well. <laughs> nice to speak with you on this Tuesday morning. So first, t- tell us a little bit about the history of the schmooze and the schmooze.com. Then we'll talk about what's happening today. Okay, sure. The schmooze began as a very humble sort of shiva. There's 14 guys in Brooklyn. The shiva is a Talmud of the Chavetz Chaim Yeshiva. The shiva asked me to start a program for the working guys. So these were fellows who went to yeshiva. Maybe they learned a lot. Maybe they learned little. The one thing they had in common, they were in the workforce, and the Shiva's itself felt there was nothing for them, no real organization that they belonged to. Typically, you can't really join a shul officially until you're 35 or 40, and even then, it's you know sort of a lot of floating. So the Shiva wanted there to be some kind of anchor. So the Shmuz really began as that. Um, it really began innocently almost as a sheer, but the, the fellows started flocking, and we started creating you know, personal connections, and then it started growing. It was uh, first Monday night in, in Queens, Wednesday night in Brooklyn, Thursday night in Muncie, and it really started spinning out to something a lot larger, and it really has become now pretty, I would say, almost an international uh, entity at, at this stage in the game. Is there any category of people not listening to the schmooze? I mean, you're appealing to, to men, women, young, old. Right? Like Every demographic is essentially uh, at some point tuned in, right? Okay, the truth is I did a Google study once, and it's 29 countries at this point. Now, Istanbul is a little weak, to be honest with you. Uh, Sorry to hear that. much representation in the Arabic countries, but uh, <laughs> but other than that, no, you're, it, it is true. It's, it's kind of 8 to 88, men, women, children. And, and interestingly enough, Nachum, this is the most interesting thing I find. On a regular basis, I have... Uh, Gentiles who are into the schmooze. When I say into the schmooze, they say them over word for word. <laughs> there are many, you know, Zion Mitzvahs, many Noahides. And um, if you have it, later on, you'll ask me, I'll tell you a fascinating story about a fellow. Um, in fact, I'll do it now. I'll, I'll cheat. Here we go. I have a fellow in Holland who every year I speak to makes a large donation to the, to the schmooze. And the first time when he made this donation, I called him up to speak to him. I said to him something like, I didn't even know there were religious Jews uh, where you're living. He said, Jewish? I'm not Jewish. I said, what do you mean? He explained to me that he keeps the seven mitzvahs b'nei Noah. He's a Noahide. And, but he used all the right Hebrew words, all the right expressions. He knew over 150 shmuzim, but he knew it very, very well. And at a certain point, I said to him, I don't, I don't really understand something missing in this picture. And these are the words he said to me. He said, I'll say to you as I say to my wife often. And these are, again, his words. If HaKadosh Baruch Hu chose to make us goyim, why should I be matriach? Why should I trouble Hashem? Those wow. are his words. So, <laughs> anyway, it's, uh, it is a bit of a broad uh, group, and uh, 
and it's been an interesting ride. Unbelievable, right? Ben Sion Schaefer is with us, the schmooze.com. Uh, so you've spoken about so many different topics. I'm looking at a, uh, you know, just a, a sample here. You've got the uh, uh, tefillah and uh, fighting one's uh, uh, desires and amuna, bitachon, and, and, and so many others. And most recently, you've turned your attention to marriage. You've actually come up with a marriage workshop. What's that all about? Okay, that's really, you know, nothing. That's a, it's a good question because it's, it's something that's un, sadly, I'd say, dear to my heart. You know, again, the shoes began as a, as a sheer to young men, 24 to 34 years of age, and I really created a very tight, you know, Kesha with a real connection with these fellows, and they'd all often call me with questions. And the first number of years, it was a very beautiful experience. The questions that these guys were asking were innocent, meaning a fellow just got married. How do I deal with my mother-in-law? How do I deal with this situation? But as the years went by, the questions started losing their innocence, and there was a lot of issues going on in the marriages. And as I started, kind of as things you know, evolved and the couples got older, the issues got deeper and the troubles became more... I don't want to say it, they just became horrific. And, and at a certain point, I was dealing with a regular, almost like an, a tremendous influx of, of divorces and issues. And at a certain point, I realized that so many of these couples didn't have fundamental flaws, meaning we're not dealing with a situation where he's a creep and she's self-centered, or there wasn't even any emotional imbalance. Many times it was simply an issue of not understanding one the other, not recognizing why she does that, why he does that. And I realized that so many times it's just a lack of understanding what the relationship is about, what the marriage is about. So I started, you know, in the course of counseling, in the course of really, you know, starting focusing and giving a shiurim on this subject, at a certain point I just said, and this is crazy, and I sat down. I took three months to put together almost what I call a curriculum. It's a, you know, it's a 12-part series. It's 12 separate shiurim. And my goal with it was to give over the fundamentals of a successful marriage, his part of the relationship, part, part, communication. And I put it together. It's called the Marriage Seminar, and I hope it's been very well received. My, my hope is, again, that it should just give people an understanding as to what the mechanics of a marriage is. All right, Ben Sam Schaefer is with us. I see on the Marriage Seminar you have a section entitled Ten Really Dumb Mistakes That Very Smart Couples Make. Now, uh, is there a is there one example you could give us in this public forum that would okay. be emblematic of what you mean? Okay, the first mistake which couples do all the time is they take the CD and they listen to it together, and each one points to the other one and says, "See, see, the rabbi said you're the problem." You see, <laughs> that's the eleventh mistake. <laughs> I guess so. What would be one of the ten, or we shouldn't discuss them on the air? No, we can, we can. I'll give you, I'll give you a classic example because I think it really speaks out well what I'm dealing with. Here's a, here's a story. It's 6.30 at night, a fellow comes home, enters his apartment. He's married, let's say, six months, and he's happily married because he really married a put-together girl, and she's really, she's a barda, she's intelligent, she's sober, and he's very, very glad, very happy. And he walks into his apartment, and he sees her on a chair. And she's screaming, ah, ah, and she says, dear, 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 what's the matter? What's it? Ah, ah, dear, what is it? What is it? Ah, 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 what? And she's pointing, and he looks. Ah, cockroach. And he goes, oh, my goodness. She's, she's pointing. Oh my goodness. He walks over to the cockroach, stomps on it, looks at his wife, and says to himself, oh, my goodness, what is her problem? That is one of the classic mistakes that a young man will make in a marriage. Why? Because what he's done there sounds innocent. doesn't sound like a big deal. Right. 
But what he's done there... And if you had a, col- if you had a college roommate, you'd, you'd say it openly and react that way. <laughs> exactly right. But you see, what he's done is he's judged his wife based on his emotional reality. Right. I have boys and I have girls. My boys generally love playing with bugs. The girls are terrified of bugs. In fact, the girls call one of their brothers. If he's too small, they have to make sure he doesn't eat the bug. <laughs> but generally speaking, girls are afraid of bugs. Boys aren't. His wife is terrified. She's mortified by a cockroach. Now, in his world, in a guy's world, being afraid of a bug is silly. But what he's done is he's judged her based on his emotional reality, mm-hmm. and he looks at her like some flighty dame. Mm-hmm. Now, in this case, it looks innocent, but it's these type of things that happen so often. You'll hear women say, oh, that's my husband. Oh, that's a guy's thing. That's a... And there's this sort of dismissive attitude that doesn't allow each to fundamentally understand where the other's coming from and it stops becoming innocent once it really starts getting involved and starts getting into the thick and thin of living with another human being and I, I find this to be a a very real issue that, that surfaces in, in many many different ways Right. I mean, I mean, I, I guess in uh, in any relationship, but obviously marriage being the most serious one in this regard, you know, anything that is serious to the other person sometimes takes adjusting to. You know, like it, it's hard to either believe, fathom, uh, comprehend. You know, that something that, that is not a serious issue to you or something you care much about, they care or the other one cares that much about. Right. Right. And being able to grant the other person the right to be different than me. Meaning to say, oftentimes, if a, if a fellow's a mensch, you know, or if a w- young woman is, you know, she's put together, so she'll say, all right, I'll, I'll give in to your, in her own mind, mishigas, your right. silliness. But you see, that expression, whether spoken or not, <clears throat> carries with it a tremendous amount of judgment that makes things difficult. In other words, it's sort of like, you know, the young fellow gets married and he's, he's comfortable driving at 85 miles an hour, but his wife isn't. Mm-hmm. So he's really ticked at her for making him slow down. And he's really angry with her that she's constantly being such a burden and such a nuisance and she's always being so such a damper on, on life. But the problem is that he still has that dismissive attitude and that's what's causing him. So even though he's acting appropriately, I mean, he's not endangering her life or making her uncomfortable, but there's an inner sort of turmoil. And it's it's oftentimes just the ability to say, okay, this is my way, but that doesn't mean that my wife or my husband feels that way as well. And really being able to accept that people feel differently and, and really they have a right to their feelings. And as strange as it sounds, I'm, I'm telling you, it surfaces so many times in a marriage. It's, it's really, it's, um, and it spirals out of control, unfortunately. Because right. You know, it's, it's living with another human being. This, is, this must be difficult, and I don't know how many, you know, uh, uh, pre-marriage, uh, um, you know, grooms you speak to, but it, it must be difficult to teach this. I mean, a lot of what you're saying, you, you need the, uh, you know, the on-the-job training, so to speak. Right, 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 exactly. You know, it's kind of funny you say that, nothing because people ask me, when's the best time to listen to the marriage seminar? So I jokingly say it's after the first fight. Right. You see, when you're engaged, everyone's in la-la land. Oh, it's going to be great. I love him. She'll love me. It's going to be wonderful. And, and everything that you're going to listen to doesn't speak to you because it's not real. It's after the first fight when, oh, my goodness, wait a minute, there's something going on here, and, and I don't understand it. And that's when, ideally, I would like people to listen to it because then your ears are open and you're beginning to understand that you're dealing with a different, a different reality. You know, and, and the truth is, so much of it is gender differences. In other words, meaning, you know, when we're schooled, we know that uh, boys are different than girls. But the extent of the differences of temperament, aspiration, desires, 
women and men are literally from different cultures, different worlds, different things are important to them, different things matter to them. Yeah, the old Venus-Mars thing, right? Yeah, and by the way, that book, uh, I want you to know something, not everything in John Gray's book is well done, but there are tremendous amounts of concepts that he brings forth in a very, very good way, and it's probably worth reading. I mean, like any, any secular book, you have to read it carefully, because, you know, he was divorced. I believe he's now in his third marriage, so, you know, you have to keep in mind that there are certain concepts that are, you know, aren't always you know, on a Torah approach, but there's a lot of wisdom in, in his presentations because what he does, I, you know, I remember I read that book after I was married for 10 years, and, you know, Baruch we have a great marriage, and but when I read that book, I was like, oh, my goodness, oh, now I understand. Like, I, I couldn't, like, you know, the light bulb goes off. I couldn't understand why she cared about that, why that mattered. So, you know, a lot of it is basic education, gender differences, and why things, you know, matter to the other person. And, and really, again, typically... A young Hassan and Kala come into marriage completely ignorant. Right, and ignorant. and if you'd give them the marriage seminar beforehand, half of it they they just scoff and say, "Come on, that can't be true. That can't right. be the case." Right, 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 right. And the experience obviously changes all that. Uh, the Schmooze dot com, S H M U Z dot com. Roy right? Benzion Schaefer with us live via telephone. The marriage seminar is available. How do people access this and all your other uh, seminars and the different content that uh, you've made available to everybody? Okay, so that's uh, the easiest way to do this is the app. There's a Schmooze app on the iPhone as well as the Android. You go to the App Store, you go to Google Play, and the, Schmooze, the app is free. You just download, download the app again. You have to spell it. You're right. You have to spell it. It's spelled funny. It's T H E S H M U Z. And when you put the app on your phone, you're good to go. It's got everything there, and it's, it's easy. Are you still uh, writing or uh, or lecturing each week on the weekly parsha? Yeah, so that's something I do, I guess you'd say, in my spare time. Um, ironically, I'm, I'm working right now on the marriage book, meaning the marriage seminar um, is coming out. Hopefully, I, I'd like to do it by September, come out with the uh, with the book on marriage, because it really is, it's, you know, again, it's it's an education, because, you know, so many times it's it's just not understanding. So, you know, the tapes are great, you know, the you listen online, it's great, but having the book is an, another way to really, grasp the concepts and understand it so hopefully that's something that'll be coming out shortly how has the reaction been to your members only section to this point okay so members only section which is a good thing you mentioned is part of the site which i i hope my goal is it should take the schmooze to the next level that means to say a lot of times people listen to the schmooze and they'll listen for two hours a day on the way into work on the way out of work i mean I said this to Shmuel Kamenetsky. I said that if Ravina and Ravashi knew about the iPod, it would be a different shot. In other <laughs> words, there's, the reality is that we have such such blessings in front of us. We have and technology is able to, while it's a double-edged sword, it certainly comes at certain co- real costs, but it brings such it's such accessibility and such availability. So the you know people listen on a regular basis to the schmooze and i've had you know on a on a regular ongoing basis people listen on the way into work and the way out of work they'll listen for two hours for schmooze and there's a certain sense where after a person has been listening for a year or two it's like okay where do we go now now what so the member only section which you mentioned is something that i i'd like to think of as taking the schmooze to the next level it's taking many of the topics the schmooze will deal with many, many different topics, from parenting to anger management and to working on dominating to working on our belief system. But it's topical in the sense that it's 45 minutes on that topic, and then we're done. But what if you really want to dig into an area? What if you want to really work on your amuna? What if you really want to work on your dominating? What if you really want to work on, let's say you mentioned desire? 
So the series, which are on the member-only section, take each one of those and really digs in on a much deeper level. It's much more comprehensive, much more extensive. And what I'm looking to do in September, we're going to have the live webinars, and those will, will go through each one in a much greater extent, and people will be able to interact online. So online live. So again, my goal is to have a much greater involvement and to have a much greater, you know, effect. Having taken the shoes again to the to the next level. Right, Ben Sion Schaefer. It's the schmooze.com, S-H-M-U-Z.com, information about the marriage seminar and about a million other things uh, that you'll see uh, Rabbi Schaefer addresses is all available on the website. Information about the brand-new members-only site is up there, how you could support the schmooze, participate in his uh, uh, sweepstakes, etc. It's all up there on the website. Before I let you go, Rabbi Schaefer, as you witness the uh, unique um, level of Jewish unity over the last couple of weeks. Uh, were you surprised that things seem to be going, uh, I don't know, differently than what we normally uh, view as human or Jewish nature uh, when it comes to being unified and together? That's a very good question, Nachum, and I, I do have a very real sense. It, it is one of the most beautiful and uh, just, you know, to be together, I live in Muncie, and I was at the, the baseball stadium, and we gathered together for a uh, Tehillim rally right. to see the unity of every different stripe of Jew, and it didn't matter what, it didn't matter how, and joining together something, just something so moving and so beautiful. And at the same time, at a certain point, I said to myself, this is amazing. Three fellows, I never met them, I don't know them, I don't know their parents, I don't know anything of them, but we're all together, and we're crying our eyes out for them. At the same time, I said to myself, wait a minute, what about a, a young boy, six-year-old, who has cancer, Rahman What about a, an eight-year-old who gets hit by a car? Meaning to say, it's a little maybe unfortunate that if it's sensational, if it's nationalistic, so we come together, but the reality is that this is something we should feel the pain, whether it's a great cause celebre or it's a private pain. So, you know, it's a beautiful experience to join together. And to me, it was also eye-opening that there's a certain, I think that one of the lessons we need to take is that this sort of sensitivity is appropriate, but it's appropriate for every Jew, no matter what the cause, no matter what the, the reason. So I, I think it's been a very, you know, a very uplifting experience. And again, it's something that we really need to hone in on and really kind of keep in front of us, in front of our eyes. And by the way, I would argue that uh, this experience will increase the sensitivity in some of these situations you just described as well. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, so. Uh, a win-win situation, except, of course, for the tragic part of the entire episode. Uh, thank you so much, Rabbi Schaefer. Continued good luck. Everyone should check out the schmooze.com and continued success uh, with all your amazing work. Thank you. Tuesday morning broadcast. I thank Yoni Korbman. He was the first person to introduce us to Rabbi Schaefer years ago and the schmooze.com. And uh, as you see, Rabbi Schaefer continues to progress incredibly. And uh, the marriage seminar and a million other offerings you'll find on his website. It's 23 minutes after 8 o'clock. It's a Tuesday at JM in the AM. Adonadonola <laughs> 
JM in the AM. Yitzchak Fuchs with that um, selection entitled Shir Ushvacha. Before that, we are one Ellie Schwebel off of the Hearts Mind CD. Diaspora from the Time for Music 27. The reunion from this past Hask concert in January with Hafachta. And you heard Yoel Sharabi open up that set with Adon Olam. Speaking of Hask, we are there tomorrow. The cat is out of the bag. <laughs> we are going to surprise, quote-unquote, the Hask staff and campers tomorrow afternoon. We're actually going to record Thursday morning show tomorrow up in camp. If you want to get us a special message uh, to use during tomorrow's show for a counselor or camper up at Hask, just email us with the subject line, Camp Hask. I'm sure tomorrow... As we're up there in the afternoon, they'll be tweeting and Facebooking so you could react instantaneously uh, to what's happening. And um, oh, so we'll be visiting tomorrow up in Parksville, New York, and then Thursday morning you'll hear that show right here at JM in the AM. Should be a lot of fun. Our visits to Hask always are. Following high-level security deliberations Tuesday morning, Prime Minister Netanyahu decided to expand the military operation in Gaza including beginning preparations for a ground operation. The deliberations took place following a Monday night rocket barrage on Israel and the feeling in Yerushalayim that Hamas is interested in escalation. No time limit was put on the operation, but senior diplomatic officials says it could be, quote, for a long time. Preparations are underway to further call up reservists. In a number of hours, there will be announcements by the IDF Home Front Command on how citizens should behave. The objective of the operation, according to the officials, is to return quiet to the south, but the equation that quiet would be met with quiet was no longer the operative principle. During the day, Netanyahu expected to talk to a number of world leaders to explain Israel's position, and another security cabinet meeting will be held later in the afternoon, if necessary. So for those of us who don't realize it, the situation in Israel is escalating, and um, the possibility of more reservists being called up by the thousands certainly looms. Um, it seems that the Prime Minister is ready to call for a, uh, a ground operation and an increased uh, operation against Hamas in the Gaza Strip. Uh, everybody out there, especially coming off of the unified effort that we saw over the last few weeks, let us continue to give our attention to what's happening in the State of Israel and um, pray that our brethren make it through in a safe and sound fashion. This could be a very serious, serious time in Israel. Uh, not that any time in Israel is not serious, but you know what I mean. Uh, now is a good time to step up our efforts in every area that could help. J.M. in the A.M. Tuesday, partly cloudy with a high temperature of 94. Reminder, Ellie Hagler with the Jewish Reaction Show coming up between 9 and 10 right after J.M. in the A.M. on our network at jmtheam.org. He'll speak about this brand new special needs initiative that's been very helpful and will be very helpful to a lot of families out there. He'll, in fact, speak with parents in a special needs family. And Jeff Lebb is going to be joining him as well to talk about this whole initiative for New York City and New York State residents. 10 o'clock this morning, finally, my conversation from a couple of weeks ago with Rabbi Adin Steinsaltz is going to take place. It happens at 10 o'clock this morning, 
Rabbi Steinsaltz, who was in my studio in New York, right in the middle of the whole kidnapping episode. You know that a couple of the boys were from his yeshiva, Makar Chaim. Uh, the bulk of our conversation is about his brand new book about the Lubavitcher Rebbe, entitled My Rebbe. Rabbi Adin Steinsaltz with me at 10 o'clock today. Uh, on the um, network at jmandtheam.org. So make sure to be tuned in. should be very interesting. Tonight, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, Yigal Siegel with Avi Silverman on the topic of the city of Ranana and Rachel Berger on the topic of employment. Nefesh Benefesh has an incredible summer kicking off, and uh, Yigal Siegel discusses all of those topics with his special guests on Homeward Bound, 7.30 tonight on the stream on our network at jmandam.org. Make sure to be tuned in for that. Should be a very, very interesting program. And Nefesh Benefesh, like I said, getting ready for another banner summer coming up with Aliyah from North America. JMNAM at 14 minutes before 9 o'clock. Here's Shlemy Kaufman. Yeah. 
Simcha Liner, Ana Hashem, JM in the AM. Tomorrow we're visiting Camp Hask. We'll record the uh, show. I'll remind you tomorrow morning. We'll record the show tomorrow afternoon for Thursday between 6 and 9 a.m. If you have a special message for anybody up at camp, campers, counselors, etc., just email us with the subject line Camp Hask, and uh, that should do it. Try to include it in the, in the, broad, in the broadcast for Thursday morning. Um, don't forget today, amazing stuff on our network all day long. Make sure to be tuned in. Ellie Hagler is going to be speaking about the special needs initiative. That's between 9 and 10. And my conversation with Rabbi Adin Steinzaltz between 10 and 11, that was one recorded a couple of weeks ago during the uh, kidnapping episode. And uh, the majority of the conversation is about his uh, brand-new book regarding the life of the Lubavitcher Rebbe. We'll do that between 10 and 11 today if you're listening at jmnam.org. And Yigal Siegel from Israel with Homeward Bound tonight at 7.30 p.m. on the stream, jmnam.org. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world on the web, jmnam.org. And that will close out a Tuesday morning broadcast. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.